Welcome into another edition of Sportball with Squam, Stogie, and Skulldog. I'm your boy Sam. With me, as always, are my two good friends, Seth and Kyle, if that even is your real names. Why are you whispering? Well, why are you? (laughs) So you are a spy. I knew it. (laughs) Seth's laugh was twice the amount of volume than my voice. And he's sitting the farthest from the microphone. (laughs) What else is new? Oh, actually, there's unrest in China. Hong Kong is protesting. Ah, indeed. Kyle, anything to say? Or are you? <laughs> well, no, I'm I'm uninformed. That, that wasn't on the on the outline you gave us to talk about China, so we haven't done our research. Yeah, we're all uninformed. Yeah, much like Daryl Morey. <laughs> okay, so <clears throat> now we'd like to welcome in a special guest, Cooper Tanishel. He is our, you might say, uh, baseball. <laughs> exactly. You might say he's our special guest. You might say he's somewhat of a baseball savant. Cooper, welcome. How you doing? Good, good. Thanks for having me on. Of course. So we figured we wanted to discuss the World Series because that is uh, coming up. Is the first game tomorrow? Yeah. So we're recording this on a Monday, uh, and the next game, the first game of the series is tomorrow. And since me and Seth have little to offer um, <laughs> in the baseball venue, but since baseball is technically a ball played with a sport, sport ball, we figured we might as well cover it. So we had Cooper on to help us out, and Kyle will be able to discuss, I think, looking by his, he looks raring to go. So let's start off with you, Cooper. Um, we got Astros, we got Nationals. Let's start off with who you think is going to win this and how many games. Uh, well, I think Astros are probably going to win in, in about five games. I think it'll be a pretty, queen, pretty, pretty clean sweep. Mm-hmm. Um, Nationals might be able to squeak one out. I, I do want the Nationals to win, though. Uh, they've never won a World Series before. They've never even been to one before. Now, did they um, win as the Expos? No. Some, were, they ever, were they the Expos? No. No. Uh, but yes, yeah. The, it, it's, uh, it's the same franchise, but they never okay. won. They never went, and they never wow. won. Um, but, yeah, no, the, the pitching is, is going to control the entire, uh, the entire series. We got four of the best aces matching up in the first – uh, two or three games so it's gonna be whoever can hit the ball first <laughs> now i haven't watched a millisecond is that a word no <laughs> it's a <laughs> i meant just like a second where yeah, it's like a little short it's like yeah 0.9 seconds i haven't watched any but i hear garrett cole is unstoppable kyle have you seen that have i seen that what kind of question is that <laughs> it's on my fantasy team. <laughs> oh. garrett cole i rode garrett cole to second in our fantasy baseball league wow. yeah Garrett Cole has just been the most dominant pitcher that I, I've probably ever seen. <laughs> he's, I don't understand, like, if he's pitching, it's almost guaranteed 12 strikeouts. And you, there's almost no strain on the bullpen ever. So it's like, you got him going up tomorrow against, um, is it Scherzer? Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and then I, I would assume he goes seven, eight innings, like he always does. And then the next matchup, you have Steven Strasburg, who in the playoffs has some of the best numbers. Like those are his best career numbers or playoff games mm-hmm. going up against Verlander, who in his own right. Ages wonder, you might say. Like those two, those four or those three pitchers are probably three of the top um, Cy Young, you know. Yeah, candidates. Candidates, yeah. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah, I wanted to mention this because. Uh, I heard some talk on the radio about this, how 
often in the playoffs, right, you give your starters a couple innings and then it's kind of a bullpen by committee. Um, so, Cooper, maybe you can talk to if you think that's going to happen in the series or they're going to really that's ride That's absolutely start. not going to happen. Well, yeah. at least not for their first couple games. These yeah. are these guys that they have throwing aren't just like some of the best arms. They're also veterans. Mm-hmm. So they're going to give them a couple run cushion. They say third, fourth inning, you give up a runner or two. They're, they're still going to keep them in. Granted, you, you get someone to give up like five runs in the first couple innings, then, then they'll definitely be yanked early on. Sure. And, um, but that's just playoffs in general. But, but yeah, no, these guys give up a runner or two. They give up a mistake home run in like the fourth or fifth inning. They're still, they're, they're each pitching six innings, seven innings, unless something drastically goes wrong. Mm-hmm. Now, Cooper, I haven't looked at the MVP odds yet, but do you think a pitcher is going to win? MVP in this series with all those aces. I, if 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 they get two starts and go seven scoreless innings in two starts, I think that's what it would take. Because otherwise, it's going to be whoever. It, it's always the flashy number, so it's always the guy that gets an RBI to win a game at some point, or gets several game-winning RBIs throughout the series. Um, and with the pitching as hard as it's going to be on both sides, it'll be someone like like if the Astros win, it'll be someone like Altuve. Like he just won the 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 MVP for the ALCS uh, mm-hmm. it'll be someone just like him or Bregman that hits a home run to win a game or gets an RBI to win a game for the Nationals maybe someone like Soto it's uh, Soto and Rendon I think it's got to be one of those two yeah yeah I'd probably agree with that except you know Howie Kendrick has been killing it in the playoffs I don't understand how or why but <laughs> he, he found the fountain of youth well, the thing yeah. was he had Italians on my uh, on my fantasy team, so he probably just carried that through to the playoffs. That's what I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, I could definitely see if somehow – I mean, right now it looks like the Nationals are like a team of destiny based on just the way things have gone and then sweeping the Cardinals, having such a long rest period before facing the best team in the American League, regardless of record, um, in my opinion. Houston's just been so dominant, and then – Yeah, if they do pull it off, I could definitely see someone, you know, like Howie Kendrick or say Zimmerman hits a, you know, game winning home run in one of these games just to keep the series going. Yeah, I could see them rewarding one of the veterans with it. But otherwise, I think it has to be like Soto or Rendon. They're just so such a force at the plate. It's ridiculous. I feel like in baseball more than this might not be true. I haven't even like looked it up or anything, but I feel like in baseball more than say basketball it's often an MVP that you don't expect going to the series just because it takes a few good hits, you know, whereas like, what's all about timing. Yeah. Like what's the most surprising. Well, we know what the most surprising NBA finals MVP is, but (laughs) let's not even discuss the name here. Uh, (laughs) Cooper, uh, I have a question for you about the nationals. So, so Bryce Harper leaves his team. (laughs) I was hoping you'd go here. And somehow they got better. Now I don't, is it, he seems overrated to me. Okay, he what has he done? He hasn't done anything in the playoffs. He leaves and the team gets better, and his team doesn't make the playoffs. I mean, I have some questions here. Uh, well, first off, how dare you? That that's a clown <laughs> question, bro. Uh, <laughs> but no, uh, yeah, he uh, he might be a bit overrated, but I mean, you still he's still gonna be worth his money. I mean, it all comes down to what a player's really worth. Uh, he uh, what do you end up with? Like, like a three four or three, four or four, four war. I can't remember. Um, mm-hmm. but I mean, he'll, he'll average about four war every year at least. So he'll have some seasons better than others. Um, and 
uh, MLB eight eight million dollars per wars is about how much the franchise makes. So, no matter how you look at it, he's making money for his team. It's a it's yeah. a good deal for his for his uh, for the Phillies, and they'll be there next year or the year after. They're right on the verge of breaking through. So, but uh, it's I like he said in that he press was... conference, he's bringing the title back to DC. Yeah, I was gonna say, can I can I, can I just he ask that wrong. he wins some playoff series? That's all I want. You know, he's a big name with a lot of pop in his bat. I don't think he's the best, you know, defensively. Right. Yeah, that's really what the Phillies were paying for were, was the power and the runs that he can produce, uh, you know, when he's hot. But when he's not hot, he's just, you know, he's an average hitter. So. Yeah, but the the, last, the second, I would say, even half of the season, he really turned oh, yeah. out. Like his first half Definitely. was pretty garbage, but his second half was just on fire. And yeah. he still, what, had over 100 RBIs, didn't he? I think so, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just it's easy to – you know, clown the the guys that get paid in the offseason and don't make it to the, you know, yeah. <laughs> to the playoff of the World Series or anything. Like, it's just bound to happen. Um, and that's, like, the whole thing with baseball. It's an individual – it's not a team sport, really. It's an individual yeah. sport played as a team. Yeah. It's harder to blame – it's harder to blame a superstar, you know, in baseball for a series loss than it is in basketball, say, where they have so mm-hmm. much control over what happens, especially a hitter, right? I mean, maybe you can blame a pitcher more, but – I mean, maybe it's this might be a stupid thing. Pitchers to say. always get blamed too. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah. like Clayton. Think about it. Like, like yeah. think about what was it a couple nights ago when uh, when Altuve hit that walk off shot against Chapman. Yeah, like mm-hmm. people are looking at Chapman like, oh, how do you how do you give up a home run in the bottom of the ninth inning when your team finally tied it back up, forced it to game seven? But yeah, no, God, uh, that was just rough. He he was. He got those first two outs. He was mowing people down with the with that 100 mile, basically unhittable fastball. Then he he walked Springer, and then he couldn't throw a strike with the fastball to Altuve, and just went back to that you know high 80s slider, got a strike, and then went right back to it and just lets it hanging. Yeah. Like you're not relying on your best pitch. You're not confident in it. it bit him in the ass. This is why I never leave it hanging. <laughs> All right, any, no, but, any I mean, thoughts, you two? Uh, yeah, go Nats. I really don't want to see the Astros win again. Um, I think we can, I still, all, we can all agree with that, I feel like. I, I, oh, I mean, I still, I still have an inter- internal hatred for them, even though, like, we swept them in 05. I, I still just, you know, they're always going to be the, the bad guys on the other side of that World Series. So That's true. He's a bitter White Sox fan. I forgot about that aspect of oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, for me, it feels like the – the Astros are like the, They're the smartest team in baseball. Yeah, but you know the Nationals are those plucky kids. You know they don't have Bryce Harper anymore, and they're just like, you know, it's you can't really say plucky though when they have two of the best aces in their starting rotation and <laughs> they're plucky, the best youngest so. players in the. Well, yeah, Scherzer's a little insane, but that's a whole different story. Yeah, that's uh, true. I just feels like you know I want the underdog. But I, I I guess I I would add one one uh one more thing uh I don't know if you saw but Joe Mann got picked up by the Angels uh, uh a hot hot uh, prediction uh he's gonna take the Angels to second round of the playoffs next year Wow I like that Well they need someone to shake you know they need a savvy manager that could shake up that team Hopefully they could make a couple acquisitions to you know someone yeah. that could pitch on that team That's all they that's all they need really. It wouldn't be nice to see Trout get some playoff, uh, playoff and, success. And, I mean, Otani will be healthy to start throwing right. again next year, too. Yeah, they need that. 
My God, I got so excited. I drafted him in fantasy that year when he was coming in. And people were like, this is like Gabe year. Ruth. Yeah. And he was for a Gabe while. Gabe Ruth? He had Gabe Ruth. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think that about wraps it up for the Baseball World Series preview. Um, Cooper, thanks for having uh... having us. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having us. Thank us for having Yeah, anytime, us. guys. Anytime. <laughs> All right. Take care, buddy. Uh-huh. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here's what we want to do. This is an NBA preview. Preview? <laughs> it's me, I'm having a stroke. <laughs> so, I think this is the best start to a podcast with that, yeah. Agreed. So, basically, what's going to happen here? Since the NBA kicks off tomorrow, Tuesday, we're recording this on a Monday, uh, October 21st, what we want to do is we want to go over five teams that we each find uh, interesting or that we would like to discuss for some reason. And then we're going to go over who we think are going to make the playoffs. We're going to go over MVP. And we're going to go over who we think is going to win it all in the end. This is your all-encompassing NBA podcast. This is the NBA Preview Palooza. Big summer blowout. 2019. Come one, come all. Extravaganza. (laughs) So, I'm really excited for this season, guys. How about you? I'm ecstatic. I can't wait. Bulls are making the playoffs. I'm not to jump the gun, but oh it's my happen. god! <laughs> Spoilers. I haven't been this excited for NBA season since the start of last season. I tell you, <laughs> nice one. Thanks. I actually am more excited for this season than last season. I think. So much has changed. A lot of new faces and new places, and there is not a really clear cut, you know, favorite to win the title for the first time since LeBron went to the Heat. We can all talk about our favorites, but as far as the odds makers go, they haven't really picked out one that's as big a favorite as the Warriors or the Heat were, right? I knew Kyle would contradict me on that. <laughs> but I pushed through, and you know what? I'm pretty proud of that. Persevere, baby. Who do you think of the Pharaohs in 2015? <clears throat> before the season. Clippers, maybe? Certainly not. 2015? Yeah. Spurs, probably. So there wasn't a clear favorite, you might say. <clears throat> I'll look it up. Hold on. Wait, when was was filibuster for me? Twenty fifteen well, when Cleveland when it he was went to Cleveland. LeBron's first first year back in Cleveland. So was it Cleveland then? You think? Was that 2014, 2015? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hold on, I have it. Give me a second. Keep filibustering, please. Because the Spurs <laughs> had just won the championship the year before. Correct. And Kawhi was looking like the next best great player. Um, the Warriors were like good, but not definitely definitely not favorites yet. No one knew how the Cleveland experiment would work. So I mean, I feel like there wasn't, you know, there were like every year, like this year, there were a few teams in the top tier who you might expect to make it there. But I feel like that year there wasn't like a mm. overwhelming favorite where, like the last few years, where it's like, what's even the point of playing the regular season because we already know who's gonna win. For sure, yeah. The Cavs were the favorite that year, five to two, and the Spurs were seven to two. That's the huge. Bulls were the third favorites. Really? Yeah, the third best odds. That hurts me. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys want to start with your five teams? Yeah, go ahead. Would you like me to start because I know <laughs> we haven't neither of you yet. picked your five teams in Not preparation. Yet. Okay, so let's just start with the Warriors because I, I was think going to pick that team. That's okay. We can have some overlap, actually. So I think that the Warriors are one of the most uh, maybe controversial teams going into the season. Uh, I don't know what their over-under is. Maybe, Seth, you can look that up for me or Kyle. But 
I know that they, I've heard every prediction from them making a run at the championship again to them missing the playoffs. And um, I think there's a wide range of outcomes for this team. Personally, I think that they are going to be really good. I think that they're a lock to make the playoffs. Um, lock? Yeah. I don't know about that. Well, if Steph is as good as we think he is, which I would say he's a top, I mean, top five. three player. I would say he's, yeah, he's definitely a top five player. And top five players usually make the playoffs if they have even a decent supporting cast, and he is at least Draymond. But and they lost so much. Well. They lost so much on the defensive side of the ball that it's going to be hard to overcome in such a. The West is absolutely loaded. It's so, going to be really hard to overcome a lot of those teams without defense. So that's in, one of the biggest problems, right? Their wing defense. Yeah. Is in all seriousness, like this was one of the teams that I wanted to bring up as well. Uh-huh. And I'm with Sam. I feel like they're underrated this year, which is kind of weird considering they've been you know so highly regarded the last several years. But I think they still have, right, a top five player and two more top 25, 30 players. D'Angelo could very well get better this year. He's still a young player who, you know, kind of had a breakout year last year. He could step it up a notch. And then just the style of play, I think they'll have a lot of open shots. They're not going to be relying on Alfonso McKinney to do anything besides hit threes and play defense. Um, And, yeah, they're not going to have a lot of depth, but I still think just the system they have there, especially offensively, will prevail. And they're not going to be a top... They're probably not going to be a top four seed in the regular season, but if Clay comes back for the playoffs, I think they can make a run deep into the Western Conference playoffs and potentially back into the championship. Clay is the big wild card, uh, maybe not for regular season performance, but for their playoff ceiling because, you know, I've heard everything from that he's going to come back right out after the All-Star break to he's just not going to play this year at all. And, you know, they probably don't even know yet, right? I mean, Chris Stops tore his ACL a year and a half ago, and he's just now playing, you know, and there's no guarantee Clay's going to come back, you know, 10 months later or whatever it might be. <clears throat> That would be a really quick turnaround. I mean, we've seen that from, like, Adrian Peterson. That's the most notable one I can think of. Yeah, it has. It for sure has. But it's just not a guarantee, you know? No, it's not. So you said they're locked to make the playoffs, but, like, what seed do you think they end in then? I would say five or six. Or seven. You think so? It's definitely not going to be a top four. I think they're a bottom, if they make it, they're a bottom three. Well, six is one of the bottom three. (laughs) Did you say six? They definitely couldn't be five, though. No, absolutely not. not. Well, I think there's like six teams that are a lock, Agreed. and then there's like four teams that you could argue to take the last two spots. Here, and I don't yeah. know if Golden, Golden State isn't one of those locks for me based on the loss of. I mean, we know how good Steph is offensively, but they also lost a lot of production offensively, and they didn't replace their what they lost on defense. It's a big swing to have to. You know, they're going to be exciting games. I don't think the Warriors score less than, like, 110 points a night. <laughs> but at the same time, they're going to give up a lot of points. Agreed. I think they can outscore a lot of people. I think if Draymond is in shape... <laughs> Actually, the funny thing is, to win games, you have to outscore the other team. Oh. <laughs> if Draymond comes in in shape and is this the kind of beast on the defensive end, I think he can carry them. 
uh, to at least a mediocre defense. I think that if I feel like Steph is, I don't know, like Steph is like already a top twenty-five player. He's like closer to LeBron than he is to the rest of the league. I feel like him and Kevin Durant and LeBron are just way up there for me, and. LeBron has taken worse teams to the playoffs. I feel like I mean, I'm in the East, in the, granted, but LeBron also plays much better defense than Steph. Well, for some seasons, I think that also LeBron never had you know a coach or an infrastructure as good as this, so he has that going for him. I don't know. I just believe Tom's ball might be as good as that's player, true. That's but. true. But that team was elite as well. I'm talking like maybe, you know, the Cavs teams that weren't as good back yeah. in the day. I just feel like... <clears throat> yeah, but the, he's also playing the Eastern Conference. I know. I mentioned that. You're right. That's a that's a factor too. But I just feel like I believe in Steph and so I believe in the Warriors. That just comes down to that, I guess. But we'll see. I mean, it's a... It's controversial for a reason. I mean... your <laughs> Your defensive uh, worries are definitely valid, so... We'll see. We'll see what happens. We will. Does anyone else want to... <laughs> I do think Steph has some Should we just make a bet? We might as well make a bet on this, right? Chance mm-hmm. to win MVP, though. I think MVP is going to be him or Anthony Davis this year. I, I think there's really four real candidates for MVP, but we'll get into that in the That's later true. section. That's true. I forgot that was part of this. That's okay. You didn't I think outline. we should make a bet. Yeah, yeah we should make, a, make bet. a bet. Is it a three-way Great. bet? Yeah. So, so are you two betting me? So yeah. twenty bucks, <laughs> you pay each of us ten. If you lose, we pay you twenty together. If we win, so each pay me ten. <laughs> second. So we're basically making two separate bets, ten dollars each. Yeah. Sounds like it. What did we've you done it bet? before? Warriors are top. No, just make the playoffs, right? No, I think he thinks they'll make the playoffs. I, okay. I think they're one of the four bottom, like the teams that round out the six or the seven eight spot. How about Warriors or top six? I don't know if I even want to bet that. They probably will. They might be. Okay, fine. Six you know what? I'm taking a stance, damn it. If they're, if they're six, it's a push. How about that? So then... We can, we get no, five and we up. We should win if it's a six. Oh, no, no, no. If it's seven, it's a push. <laughs> so five and a half seed? <laughs> no, no. No, you get seven and eight. We'll take the rest. How about that? Yeah. Wait, What? You get seven and eight. If they if they are seven and eight, this is thrilling podcasting, by the way. If they if they get the seventh or the eighth seed, you win. The no, ball. I want the sixth. You can't have the sixth. I said they were going to be a fifth or sixth seed. And I only heard fifth. Fine, sixth is a push then. Okay, so it's at I don't it's even... at six. So they have to be five or better for you guys to win. Yeah, they have to hands. be seven or eight for me to win. Agreed. Six, nothing happens. Great, I love it. It's, it's in. I can't wait till they're a sixth seed. <laughs> oh right. man, what's the Redskins' record? One and however many Great. games they played. I forgot we bet on that too. I just saw. It. You bet on that this year? Oh, yeah, yeah, Sam took the Redskins over five and a half wins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was that, when was that? At the time, it seemed there was hope in DC, <laughs> but I just got I the sport that... wrong. It was actually the yeah. Nationals. I would be shocked if they win more than two. You'd be shocked if you move your team. <laughs> uh, Seth, why don't you name a team since I took yours? Any team? Does <laughs> Just, it have to be a basketball team? Or? Keep in mind, if you name them, you have to discuss them, though. All right, the Spring Mantises. Oh, <laughs> my work league team who got a quick 20-piece nugget today. Or was it 30? <laughs> Doesn't know. Uh, yeah, we lost. Well, uh, might as well start with the Boston Celtics. Just get it nice and out of the way, huh? Good call. We knew uh, he'd do it. As in typical form, Kyle was lambasting Danny Ainge today for signing <laughs> for signing Jalen Brown four year, 
115 million dollar contract. Oh, I missed that. When did that happen? Today. Today. <laughs> oh wow. Uh, I think it'll be fine. I think uh, we'll keep him happy for the year, and <coughs> he knows that he's valuable. And um, I still think he has room to improve. I think last year he was definitely a bit disappointing, but I'm not too worried about Jalen long term. I am just glad to have the scourge of Kyrie Irving off the team. Uh, Kemba, by all accounts, will be great for us. I'm devastated that Al is on the Sixers now. Uh, will I get over it? No. Hmm. Um, but life goes on. Not for me. It's a Dwight Schrute quote right there. Uh, yeah, so I don't think we're going to be... We're not in the top two teams in the East, but I think it's going to be a much more enjoyable season. And uh, I'm excited to see if Gordon is able to make significant strides back to his former glory this year, and if that will help make up for the gaping hole that has been left by <laughs> Al Horford <laughs> leaving the team. It's not the only gaping hole. What's the other one? <clears throat> <laughs> I couldn't say. Okay. Um, not that this this might not matter in the East, but your big man rotation worries me. Um, <laughs> it matters everywhere. That's going to be... You, there's going to be a trade to be made for you guys, whether it's um, like Marcus or someone, one of your maybe fringe rotation players for another big... Marcus Smart, you mean? <sighs> yeah. We're not trading Marcus Smart for anybody. We wouldn't trade him for the moon. Uh, there's a lot of talk of Jalen Brown for <laughs> Sabonis. Dem- Sabonis. I don't know if that'll Sabonis happen is now that... Jay- signed again. Okay. signed today, too. So maybe if they both signed, that still might be in the cards. I don't know. I guess that's true. Um, but I was playing with y'all in 2K the other day, and uh, I gotta say it was alarming that I had to <laughs> give so many minutes to uh, Robert Williams and Grant... Uh, also Williams? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Grant's a rookie, and who Robert knows what he is. is. A rookie. Robert is a second-year player, but it didn't do much. Oh, he's on a rookie league. contract. That's what I'm looking at. Sorry. <clears throat> so, that would be my main concern if I were you. Also, you have Enos the Penis, uh, Enos Cantor. Who... And he won't stop talking about on social media his parents being locked up in Turkey or wherever the hell they are, uh, and that he was trying to, he was almost killed and all kinds of stuff. I mean, I would probably keep talk the politics about it. out of this shit. Why would I'd you probably not talk about it too yeah. if my parents were locked up in prison somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> you just hate Enos. That's your problem. I do. <laughs> I do. I hate the entire Celtics franchise. It, I like happens. the Celtics. Uh, I don't like when they beat us, but I like their team right now. I think that's kind of exciting. <laughs> I think we'll be fine. I think uh, you know Enos will bring offense uh, down low. He's got some post moves. He's got some good rebounding ability. I think we'll throw Robert Williams in there when he starts getting torched <laughs> on the defensive end. And yeah, maybe we can make a trade late in the season to boost up that side of the court a little bit. Um, yeah, like I said, I'm not predicting them to make the finals, but I think we'll be as good, if not better, as last year. I agree. Kyle, you want to move on to another team, or do you have any more I don't think to take that, a Danny the entire Boston Celtics? I don't think that... I mean, it's rough. I want to say I don't think that you're going to be better than last year. The East is just so bad. The East is so bad. But I mean, there were you also lost so much production and defense with... Al. Like, Al was just such a glue guy for a team, you know? Especially a team so young. Um, but all they have to do to be as good as last year is get the four seed in the East. You don't think they're going to get the four seed? No. 
Do I smell another bat flying? <laughs> Four seed is a push. <laughs> See, that's the thing. Like, the <laughs> the East, they definitely can get it. But I don't think Will they, they do. Should they? They don't deserve to. Well, we'll like discuss that more in the, in the One and two seeds in the East are, like, a lock. For sure. Three, I think, is probably a lock. Not well, as much of a lock. We'll discuss, like, this lock could be picked. We'll discuss that when we discuss our playoff seeds, probably. Unless you want to spoil it. No. Certainly not. Well, maybe you could talk about your next team then. That okay. You to discuss. Certainly. Um, Did anyone look over the over under for the Warriors? By the way. Yeah, it's forty nine. <laughs> Thank you. Forty nine. I'll take the over. The over. You think that they go? Well, if I want them to get the five seed or better, they probably have to. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. Thank you. Um, so, team that I would like to talk about is none other than my hometown, our hometown. Chicago Los Bulls. Mm. I uh, know we're a young team. I like that. Uh, defensively, we're probably not going to be the best, but uh, like I, like we've been talking about, the East is so bad that there is definitely a path for them to be the 6th, 7th, or 8th seed. And for us to not having made the playoffs and caught up, what has it been now? How many years? Like three? Decades. It hasn't been decades, but... It's been a while. Um, I'd like to see some playoff basketball. Sure. Um, I think Zach Levine showed last year that he can kind of shoulder the load. Um, Like, offensively, he's awesome. And with the lack of defense that the Bulls are going to be playing, I could see him, honestly, competing for being a top five uh, player in the scoring title Mm -hmm. this year. I I could see him dropping 28-29 a night. Mm Mm-hmm. And if something happens to like James Harden and he misses, you know, knock on wood, a couple months of the season. This isn't real wood, by the way. Shit. <laughs> um, I like that. But also, you know, I love Laurie Markman. His ceiling is, you know, his ceiling's the roof, as they say. <laughs> um, he's just such a clean, you know, clean cut guy. Really. He did shave his head recently, so. Yeah. But, I mean, he, he reminds me of. <laughs> He reminds me of like a young Dirk, you know. Yeah, just not as good, but that's okay. He's better than Jason Tatum, though. I'm excited to see what Jason does this year because uh, he was doing well in the World Championships, kind of playing some small ball center. So I'm a little, I'm pretty excited to see that. But <clears throat> certainly, Laurie has put up just as much production as he did last year. I would say. Yeah, and I think that Laurie grows again too, and uh, I love you know we added Tomas Sadaransky. Mm. Uh, he was definitely Just underrated a, last a year. Professional basketball player. <laughs> He's a good point guard, especially like I could see him even later on in the season coming off the bench and kind of running the second unit while Kobe White comes in and starts once he kind of proves, you know, that he's capable of that. He looked great himself in the summer, uh, in the preseason and in the summer league. So his hair looks great. Um, I don't know. I just think that the Bulls definitely have a path to a playoff. You know, birth this year. Listen, um, anyone has a path to a playoff berth in the East, so I agree. Not with you anyone. There. I mean, anyone with a pulse. And I agree with you there. I think we can snag one of the last few seeds um, because really, there's only a few teams vying for that, and none of them have that high of a ceiling. So I'm excited to see Wendell uh, and Lowry play more together in the front court this season. They didn't get to do that a lot with injuries last yeah. year. Um, I'm excited to not have Chris Dunbeer starting point guard. Because you might say I'm done with them. <laughs> ah, 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 
Uh, I'm excited to see Otto Porter Jr. go off because he's on my fantasy team. OPJ. And uh, didn't he shoot like 60% after joining the Bulls last year? He's a good player. I was excited with that signing. No one else was. I wasn't, but I He's not great on wasn't. defense, just like the rest of the team. But Right. I think that there's definitely a path to one of the last seeds here, and I could see that happening. Uh, Jim Boylan's kind of a wild card. I just I'm gonna never tell know you this, what he's going to do. If the Bulls somehow, in some way, landed the sixth seed, they could beat whoever ends up being the three seed. I knew he'd say something like that. I mean, like he the picked, Celtics. He picked the Magic to win the <laughs> to beat the eventual champion <laughs> Raptors last year. They did win a game. They looked promising. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm with you there. Seth, do you have any optimism for a team? I have zero optimism for your team. Uh, Great. Which could be just because of my tradition of hating on Chicago sports teams. However, uh, I would not pick you guys to make the playoffs. I don't think your you players are very good. <laughs> I think Otto Porter's okay. And I don't think your players are really good either, besides Carl Anthony Towns. And Robert Covington, I guess. He's talking about Minnesota. But really, Boston's you, nice. That's not oh, even that's, his, yeah. his name. Do you, you forget what team he was a fan of? No, here's the thing. He cheers for Boston in basketball. He cheers for Minnesota in football. He cheers for it's not that, Syracuse in college sports. What the hell am hard, I supposed to know? It's not that hard to keep straight, I feel like. <laughs> they all have an explanation. I do like the Timberwolves much more than the Bulls. <laughs> Um, I like all Minnesota teams. I just happened to cheer for the Celtics because that's what my dad did. Because there was no Minnesota basketball team when my dad was watching basketball. Because he's old. Uh, <laughs> Shout out to Joel and his <laughs> new iPad Pro. <laughs> With the detachable keyboard. Um, <laughs> I just don't think you have that much talent. I'm not in on marketing as much yet. I mean, maybe I'll be proven wrong. I just feel like every time there's like a tall European player, everyone thinks that he's Dirk. Right. And... Yeah, I guess I'm I'm waiting to see it before I believe it. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I think I could easily see, obviously, see them missing the playoffs or making it, but I think we have a chance to sneak into the last seeds in the Junior Varsity Conference, you might say. <clears throat> I would like to discuss my next team now. Junior Varsity Conference. I'm okay with that. Which uh, has something to do with the Bulls sliding into the playoffs. The Indiana Pacers. Get them out of there. They're not making the playoffs this year. Write that home. They're not making the Write playoffs Write a letter in the East. to your grandmother they're right now. They're worse than the Bulls? Write a letter to your grandmother right now and tell her they're not making the playoffs. You're fucking out of your mind. You need right to go home. eat some chili or something. <laughs> you want to make a bet? Yeah. Pacers have better record than the Bulls? Sure. I want to be on that bet, too. Oh, after you lambasted me? All right, well, we all held hands for longer than you might have hoped. All right, so $10 that. again. Yep. Great. So here's my, here's my qualm, okay? <clears throat> He's right to your left. Oh, that's your qualm. Nice right one. Uh, Victor Oladipo. I've heard of him. What if he isn't back for a while? Okay. And what if he doesn't look the same? What? How, do we have anything to Did prove? Did he undergo plastic surgery? <laughs> <laughs> what if he grows a mustache? <laughs> what are we going to do that? <laughs> well, I mean, as we've seen in other sports, if you grow a mustache, you immediately become better. Like Stefan Diggs? Oh. My gardener. Uh, so, I just feel like we have no proof that this isn't going to be Gordon Hayward again. I mean, it was another very serious injury, another very rare injury, and I haven't heard anything about his progress or seen any videos that would make me think that he's making good progress. I mean, have if, you looked for any? <laughs> yeah, I, don't think he has. I googled "is Vic woke" and nothing <laughs> came up. That was a joke just for Seth. You're welcome. 
I just feel like he's not going to be himself this year, and he's their only star player. What they did was they got Malcolm Brogdon in free agency, which he's fine. He's not able to carry a team by himself. He put up 50, 40, 90 stats because he was playing with Giannis and got wide open shots and good shots. I, I went to a, a Bucks game and watched him try to take all of our players on one-on-one, and he didn't score once, and our defense is terrible. Question for you. I you're wanted Kyle resu- to say you're something. You're being too results-oriented. When I said that, and he didn't say anything. Why did they make the playoffs last year? And why is their team drastically worse this year? Uh, because Vic got them a little cushion before he went out. Eh? So I'm, I'm assuming he's not going to be the same Vic for the entire year this year. Uh, they lost Boyan, who was their second scorer and who really stepped up after Vic left. Right, he was basically their big, their big scorer, uh, twenty point scorer after Vic left. They replaced him with um, T.J. Warren, which he's fine. I mean, he played for the Suns, and we have no proof that he can be good on a good team. He's probably just one of those bad stats. Wait, no, good stats, bad teams, guys. Right? I I don't know if you know. I just don't have any but in the confidence. East, do you that he, really need that any more than that? I just don't have any confidence that he's gonna play well in games that matter. I guess. And uh, who else did they had? They had Jeremy Lamb. Fine, he put up decent numbers, but he was the second best player in Charlotte, <laughs> which is Behind sad Kemba. to say. So I don't know. I just have a few qualms. They're playing Miles and Demondas together. I don't think that really works. I think they're gonna end up trading one of them. I just have a few concerns. I mean. <clears throat> Obviously, I'm not going to be surprised if they make the playoffs. They made the playoffs last year without Victor, right? So I just wanted to, you know, put something That's out there. That's your bold prediction. Yeah, I just wanted to put something out there. And put money behind it for some reason. <laughs> I can't believe you just bet that they finished with a worse record than the Bulls. <laughs> it all happened in the heat of the moment. Seth, he put his warm hand in mine and we shook and I couldn't say no. Tell me why I'm wrong. I just think their team's not that reasons. much different than last year. I like Bogdanovich, of course, but you know they've got some pieces to fill in that gap, and they'll have Oladipo, we assume, back at some point. I think it's Is he like planning one month and a half. Yeah. So after the season, even if he, he doesn't have to be himself uh, that he was a few years ago for them to make the playoffs, I don't think. Like, I would. I think I feel like it's a reasonable <clears throat> argument to say like Oladipo's not going to be himself, so. They're probably not going to, you know, go past the first round. But considering how atrocious the East is, I feel like any team, like, even if he didn't play the whole season, I bet they would make the playoffs. Because they did last year. And they were, like, a four seed. Well, we didn't mention is Darren Collison joined the Jehovah's Witness after having the displeasure of playing on the Pacers last year. So that doesn't mean something. I don't know what is. Yeah. I think they have a good coach and... And they just like seem to have good team chemistry, and they make it happen. And Sabonis could very well get better. I think Turner is a great defensive player. I don't know. I, I think they'll be fine. I bet they'll be closer to like a four seed than they will be to a nine seed. That might be true, but you know what? I wanted to just stick my neck out for once in my goddamn life. For once? In my goddamn life. Like when life. you did for the Knickerbockers? And, and we're watching the Jets and right the now. One of my greatest picks <laughs> to date Jets. to make the playoffs, and they are... Only losing 24-0 to at half? I think so. You got it. Victor Oladipo uh, scrimmaged half court just the other day um, and is just about cleared for five-on-five work. So Let me ask you this, though. Did he have him. a mustache? <laughs> no, no. Ah, well. No stash. I take it back, then. All right, well, you have anything more to say on that before you come up with another team, Kyle? Uh, it's Seth's turn for another team. 
Well, I thought we maybe might, might switch it up, or you're just not like ready. Like a snake draft. He's not ready. So no, I can. Okay. I can go. <coughs> uh, I'm just you're wrong about the Pacers, but that's all right. Right. Mm. Okay. Let's go with. We should probably speed this up, by the way. So let's start really giving these quick hits about these teams. Atlanta Hawks. All right, next. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible defense. Awful. But it's going to be my favorite league pass team to watch. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Trey Young. Love what he's doing. I like how we say league pass team when none of us pay for league pass. <laughs> no, no, I pay for underground streams. Maybe, um, you know, I love Johnny. Johnny Collins. Um, I just, they're just going to be an exciting team to watch, so... Um, Defensively, I don't even think that they could stop a fly if a fly could push a basketball. <laughs> That's it. I don't know what more you want. You told me I had the speed Quick Atlanta, I think uh, they'll be good. We'll see. It'll be interesting to see how Trey progresses in his second season. Um, and if it's like truly the young core that they want to build around or if they'll like kind of morph over the next few years. And use some of their assets, trade some players. You know, it'll be interesting. Yeah, I think what really makes a good league pass team is uh, really fun offense and not that good defense. So there'll be in a lot of high scoring games. So I'm looking forward to seeing them as well. I think they squeak in the AC. I don't think they do. It's I can't. We East. can't make another bet. Uh, Hawks better record than the Bulls. The problem <laughs> is that Trey Young is like a paper in the wind. Yeah, that's fine. I don't think they're gonna have good defense at all. I don't even think they're gonna. Like be that great win wise, but I don't even think you have to be a 500 team in the East to make the eighth seed. Right, and the Indiana Pacers won't be a 500 team. So, Seth, next team, the San Antonio Spurs. Okay, the Hot Spurs. I'm going to go to sleep. Okay, uh, the podcast will get better then. So they get well, Dejounte nice. Murray back. The mustard, solid point guard. <laughs> Do they call him the mustard? <laughs> no, they should. Why Dijon mustard? Oh, oh Dijon. <laughs> DeJounte. Uh, so DeJounte and Derek White and DeMar, kind of in the backcourt per se. What is backcourt, frontcourt though? I mean, we don't have any positions really. <clears throat> I think DeMar and Aldridge had solid years last year, as much as I hate to say about DeMar. Anything good. Um, but I've always loved LaMarcus. I do hate that they lost uh, the hot shooter from three, uh, Davis Bertans. But I think the Spurs, it'll be like it's one of those years every year we kind of say maybe this is the year that they break their playoff streak. Last year we were saying it, potentially the year before. This year for sure lots of people are saying it with the West being so um, so tough this year. And I think they're one of those last four teams vying for two spots in the West. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like them to make it, I think. And... Uh, <clears throat> I think they might be a, just a touch more watchable this year. I would never watch them on principle. Uh, you don't have principles, though. You're devoid of principles. I'm a weak man. I will pick them to make the playoffs until Greg Popovich proves me wrong. Um, I just think that they'll get it done, and I think that DeJounte coming back is huge for them. I think, yeah, I agree with what you're saying. Every year we say they're not... You know, every year for the last few years we said this is the year. I don't know if it is. I mean, this is probably the most stacked West we've had in a while, but I'm still going to put my faith and pop in that system. I don't see it. I don't even know really, like, what's their starting five? Like, I know you're going to start 
Lamarcus for sure. You're gonna start DeRozan for sure. They starting Rudy Gay for sure. Yeah. Okay, so. and then I don't know who their center is gonna be, or if they're just gonna play Lamarcus at center. Like, and I don't think center. he likes playing center. Yeah, he's, he's rather those... play forward, and that means that at yeah. center they're gonna be playing an undersized Trey Lyles, or they're gonna be playing Jacob uh, Pertle the Turtle. I like Trey. Why do I, I like Trey? Pertle. I like Trey too, but not at center. I can see Pertle starting. Yeah, I think Pertle will be a spot kind of a starter. He's the only true player. center listed on the <laughs> roster. Yeah, yeah, he's kind of a spot starter. Uh, you know, it's gonna be tough for them, obviously, to make the playoffs. But I just wanted to be proven wrong before I say that they'll they'll miss it. Uh, I'm gonna go with my next team here. I want to talk about the Trailblazers. Okay. It's my second hot take of the podcast. Maybe I don't know how hot it is. I think they're gonna miss the playoffs. Um, what? They, well, the thing is, look at their forward rotation. Okay. They're, first of all, I don't know I'm if looking. this is true, but in 2K, their starting power forward is Mario Hazonia. And if that's the case, I'm out, okay? It probably won't be the case, but they it's really the have case. some undersized wings there. They, they're probably going to start Rodney Hood or Kent Bazemore, and those guys aren't as big as... Where? At power forward position? Oh, at the small forward, maybe. Oh, small forward. I don't power forward, they're going to start Zach Collins. I don't see Zach Collins and Hassan Whiteside working together at all, and I do not like Hassan at all. I think he just puts up... He's another good stats, bad team guy who doesn't contribute to winning at all. You see video clip after video clip of him just chasing a block and leaving the offensive glass wide open for an easy layup. I just think he's not a winning player. I think that he's not going to be able to make the little passes when when Dame or CJ are trapped that Nurkic got so good at and that Enos even got pretty good at by playoff time. And they're... They're How do you power, really feel they don't have a power forward. Like, who's their power forward besides Zach? Zach? But he's going to have to play a lot Scal of... He, is ass, and he's Zach not, is going to have to play a lot of center. And I just don't see how that that forward rotation is going to make the playoffs in the East. Or in the West. In the East, it would for sure. I don't know. I mean, if you got to knock someone out, obviously you're going to... You know, if you're looking to put new people into the playoffs this year in the West, easy one to take out is the Oklahoma City Thunder, right? You yeah. you pluck them out of there for the Lakers. Yeah. But then if you want someone else to make the playoffs, you got to knock someone else out. And like I said, I'm not going to do the Spurs. And I think the, the Trailblazers have the most questions. So who well, the thing, well, we'll get that. We'll the thing that you were saying basically about the Warriors, they lost so much production, but you have so much faith in Steph Curry. Yeah, he's a top three player, but I also think that the Blazers have uh, probably top five, top four backcourt in the NBA. And I think a lot of stuff I think goes it's probably to the second best one behind the Rockets, right? I mean, last year I was saying it was the best. So yeah, <laughs> I also said Dave Miller was better than Steph Curry, and yeah. I stand by that to the day I die. Um, but yeah, so I don't think it's kind of contradictory to say that you really think that they're going to miss the playoffs when really the only one that went down was Nurkic, and we saw that he was replaceable in some instance by. Um, Enos and yeah I don't think Whiteside is as good of players but he's gonna he might average you know 14 rebounds a night and even if he's averaging only like 8-9 points and playing 28 minutes only I, I like their ability to run small ball and put Zach Collins at the 5 and put you know either like Hazonja or Scal at the 4 and just basically run the entire system through McCollum and Dame I just like I would rather have Steph and Draymond than CJ and Dame any day, and I think that the infrastructure in Golden State is better, so that's why I picked them over the Trailblazers. 
Once again, I wouldn't be surprised if the Trailblazers made the playoffs, but I had to take someone out, and I saw the most weaknesses with this team, especially in the front court. So that's what I went with. How dare you? <laughs> I'm just nervous about fucking Mario Hazonia getting major minutes for a team that thinks they're going to make the playoffs. All right. You know? They're going to make the playoffs. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> that's not really a hot take, though. To you, it is. <laughs> or is your take hot to me? Who's to say? I don't know. It's getting hot in here, though. I'll tell you that much. All right. Uh, Kyle, are you up now? Seth. Seth just went. Sheet. Do you have a team that you want to talk about? Did I just go? No, he didn't go. So, yeah, Seth, you've done three, right? Who did I say? You did the Spurs next, last, oh, yeah. and then I oh. did the Trailblazers. Yeah. So he's done two. Yeah. How many have you done? You've two. done two as well. And you've done three? Either one of you go. I don't care. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I want to talk about Toronto. Is okay. that on the list already for you? It is not. Okay. It's fine if it is. <clears throat> so just capped us at three teams. I think Toronto's one of the like the biggest range of outcome teams because I think they could trade away their entire team halfway through the season and tank, or they could like get the three seed in the East. And um, it's more of a question if they do the, those trades, like because I think they'll kind of be a boring team without Kawhi, other than Siakam's spin moves. Um, who's on my fantasy basketball team now, so mm. I should probably just pick them to from make the finals. Um, but <clears throat> if like they trade Kyle Lowry, I think that could make one of the biggest impacts on a potential other playoff team and put a team over the hump. And so I think that's like the main reason that the Raptors are interesting this year is what happens to Kyle Lowry, um, in addition to seeing if Pascal can vault himself into one of the truly elite players in the NBA in his, what, third season? Yes. So. Yeah, they're they're another team with a long range of outcomes just because they have a lot of trades they could easily make if things go awry. Um, Plus, OG's I, coming back. Yeah, and I, but I think on talent alone, they're one of the top four seeds in the East. Do you agree with that, Kyle? Yes. Cool. Yeah, I like the... Uh, I like Toronto. Uh, I stand with Drake, so... Oh my god, I hate Drake. I think we'd see the true breakout. Uh, I think <clears throat> last year we saw what, you know, hints of what Siakam could be, but I think there's Soul just taste. another threshold that he can break through, and we see this year, and we kind of see him. I don't want to see take say take the leap that we saw Giannis Giannis took, but uh, I feel like he has those abilities and those same skills. Wow, I think he's gonna be better for sure. I don't know if I see a Giannis type leap, but. I think this will be interesting to see if he can carry a team and be their best player. Uh, Kyle, why don't you go ahead with your third team? <clears throat> Certainly. Um, I think I'm going to go with the Nolens mm. Pelicans. Mm. I don't know if that was on your list or not, but it doesn't it matter. Um, another exciting team. We find out today that uh, Zion is going to be out for what... Uh, six, six to eight, eight weeks. weeks. Rest in peace to the homie. Um, so that'll be interesting. Um, but they obviously made so many moves in the offseason um, and have basically a brand new roster. I'm excited to see Drew Holiday really be the number one alpha on the team without Anthony Davis because we saw what he could do last year when Davis was, wasn't playing. Um, I think he's a top three two-way guard in the NBA. Um, so 
I was excited to see that, and I think um, from what I've seen watching these preseason games, Alonzo looks a lot more comfortable. His shot actually looks like a real basketball shot now. Mm-hmm. So that'll be interesting to see how he does that, and I think we see uh, a decent amount of small ball from them too while Zion's out, even when he comes back and having like Brandon Ingram play the four, which would be interesting. Uh, they just have a bunch of... Great, good players. I mean, yeah, they, they do have, have like, good young players. They have like eight players that I really like, and they're very deep. I think, um, and it's a shame that Zion will be out, and I think that's gonna be one of the main problems. I think that's really the only thing that can derail him from being like a first team All NBA guy, especially right. from what I saw in the preseason. <laughs> like he just looked bigger he than was a every man other. Boys. <laughs> yeah. Do you mean this season or like in this his career? I just well, I mean a little both. I mean, I think. He's already shown that he can have like the Anthony Davis type nagging injuries, you know, and he's just yep. a big guy, and that happens. Um, so I think he's fat, actually. I think that's contributing to it. He's just fat, big boy. Um, but I'm excited to see what he can do when he comes back this season, and even with him out, I think the other pieces of this team are exciting too. So this is gonna be another league pass team for me. If I'm gonna love had watching these guys, the privilege of having league pass. <laughs> We'll have knockoff league pass. I got you guys. Can I just get 10 seconds on my last two teams, and then you guys can have 10 seconds on your last two teams? Sure. Yeah, I just want only 10 seconds on your last two teams, so we'll take 20 seconds on those two teams. <laughs> okay. Is that 20 <laughs> seconds for your last... <laughs> Let's waste any... some more time. Do either of you guys have any other teams you want to talk about, or should I just go... I want to talk about your two. I want to talk about one more. Okay, cool. I'll go, you go, and I'll go. Okay. I love it. Utah Jazz. Just one thing I want to point out. Everyone's saying that they uh, may be the best team in... The... Not everyone. Let me preface. A lot of th- people are saying they could be the best team in the West, that they could come out of the West, and I just think they don't have a superstar player to get it done in the playoffs unless Donnie becomes that man. <clears throat> All right, so my team is the Sacramento Kings. <laughs> Love it. Another team, I feel like similar to the Pelicans, they just have a bunch of young, good players. Buddy Heald just signed a contract, four years, $94 million. I love that for the Kings and for Buddy. Good for him. And... Uh, <laughs> They got Bogdanovich just leading a scoring surge off the bench, I feel like. Yeah, Bogdan might win sixth man of the year this yeah, year. Yeah, I could see that. Um, I like their, I like all their players. Every player on their team I really like. Yeah, I um, think we really see... I don't mean to cut you off. No, go ahead. <laughs> you seem like you were coming down to your last points. Um, really see uh, Bagley in a hopefully full season and in a full-time starter role now that um, what's-his-ass is out of there. Willie Clyde's uh, Yeah. WCS. Fuck him. Who gives a shit? Um, <laughs> Such a strong take. Uh, but no, I love Bagley. Uh, he's going to be a monster for them. They're going to be a fun, up-tempo team. And just like Seth said, Bogdan coming off the bench in just preseason when he was playing, coming off the bench with that second unit, he averaged, I think, like 14, 5, and 4 with the second unit. So I, I don't know what his odds are for six man of the year, but I'm going to look him up. And this might be the actual time that I finally bet something. Uh, that was more than 20 seconds. Yeah, so, I love it. Real quickly, I want to hit the Houston Rockets. Uh, I with think with Harden and Westbrook, they have a chance to be the number one seed in the West, but I think there's no chance they they make the finals because Harden and Westbrook <laughs> will choke in the playoffs like they always do. That's fair. Yep. Sounds kind of counterintuitive, but I see your point for sure. I mean, they're going to be a great regular season team. I think they will. But I think their playoff ceiling is capped by... How players defend are able to defend Harden and Westbrook in the playoffs when they have so much time to prepare for them and they have seven games of them. And just their lack of execution. Like, did both of those players have a history of not coming through in the playoffs? So, agreed. 
All right, let's list our eight <laughs> predicted playoff seeds in each conference. Uh, let's start with the West. I'm going to start <laughs> off here because I think we can all agree that there are five locks, and I think me and Seth think there are six if we include the Warriors. Mm-hmm. So the locks I have, and these are in order, Nuggets with the one seed, Clippers with the two seed, Houston with the three seed, Lakers with the four seed, Jazz with the fifth seed, and then I have the Warriors as the sixth seed in that also also being a lock for me. So I'm predicting a push in our bet, you might say. <clears throat> At the seventh seed, I've slid in the Spurs um, because, like I said, I just trust Greg himself. And then, like I said, I took the Trailblazers out so I could add in another team besides the Lakers, and that team is the Pelicans. Interesting. Despite arguing with Kyle about that earlier, I've been swayed over to your side. Although I did this before I knew Zion was was out for so long. So that might have impacted. It might not matter. I don't think it matters. What do you guys think? Um, I agree with a lot, uh, obviously, except for Golden State. Um, I think there are six locks to make the playoffs. These are the first six, or the top six seeds. Um, I have them at. Houston, one, Nuggets, uh, Lakers, Clippers, Portland, Utah, and then six or seven and eight, things get iffy because I could see the Spurs, Pelicans, Thunder, and obviously the Warriors vying for those. So I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say seven. The Pelicans hmm. ate the Warriors. Going to give you a hot take. Okay. So we have the same teams. You just have the Trailblazers instead of the Spurs? Yes. Cool. Seth? Same teams. Different order. Um, I have the same top six, different order. I think the Clippers will probably get the one seed, would be my prediction. I think I mean, <coughs> any of those top six could honestly get the one seed, but I'm going to take the Clippers just mainly because of their depth, even with like Paul George not starting the season. Um I think I'll take Houston, uh, then the Nuggets, then the Lakers, <clears throat> as much as I hate them. Uh, I like Jazz at five, like you have, Sam. Actually, I'll take Warriors at five, Jazz at six. And then I have Portland in the seventh seed. And like I already said, I think the Spurs will make the playoffs, so I have them in the eighth seed. But I would take the Kings as the nine, right there with the Pelicans. So I, if if the Spurs miss the playoffs, I think it'll be the Kings, wow, I not forgot the, the Kings who I didn't put the Kings in there. Supersede them. I, the reason I didn't pick just real quick, the reason I didn't pick the Clippers or the Lakers for the one seed was just because I think there might be a lot of low management on both those teams, and LeBron, Anthony Davis, Kawhi, and Paul George might all together take a lot of games off just to preserve themselves for the playoffs. I think one of those two is going to come out of the West in the playoffs, but I don't necessarily think either will get the one seed. That's yeah. my thought there. Like Another team we haven't mentioned is Dallas could make the playoffs. I was going to say, sure. no love for Dallas here. They have two, maybe, you know, at least top 15 players, I would say. But Chris Ops is a rapist, so I can't cheer for them. Yeah, that's tough. I also know. Anyways, he's also, huge <laughs> now, though. No love, put yeah, out at least 15 pounds of muscle. No love for uh, Minnesota here, huh? No. Cool. Talk to me when Wiggins is off the team. I think he's, he's a top be, 100 player. <laughs> I think he's, he's going to make a case for. The Minnesota Timberwolves, the Dallas Mavericks, or the Sacramento Kings, which none make of us a case for literally any team except for the Suns in the West, <laughs> or the Suns, besides the Suns or the Grizzlies. I wouldn't make a case for them either. It could be done. 
You could. But I'm not going to. Yeah. Really? But I do love Brandon Clark. (laughs) There it is. He's my dark horse for Rookie of the Year. Okay, okay. Why doesn't someone give me your yeast? You want my yeast? (laughs) Please. You making bread? Yeah, the yeasty boys. (laughs) Um, Okay. Number one, I got the Sixers. Two, uh, I got Milwaukee. Three, I'm going to go with the Raptors. Four, I'm going to go with the Celtics. Don't like it, but I'm going to do it. Mm-mm. Five, I'm going to go with the Pacers. Six, I'm going to go with the Nets. Seven, I'm going to go with the Heat. And eight, I'm going to go with the Bulls. Wow. We had very similar ones, and I'm shocked you didn't put one team in that I have. Uh, I have. I the, know what team it is. Our first two are the same. I have the 76ers one, the Bucks two. I have the Celts at three. The Raptors at four, Miami at five, Brooklyn at six, Orlando at seven, which even though Kyle picked them to beat the Raptors last year, will not pick them to even make the playoffs this year. And eight, I have the Bulls. So I took out, like I said, the Pacers so I could slide in both the Bulls and Miami who both missed the playoffs last year. Did I put Miami in mine? Yes. Oh. They're a toss-up team for me. Like, I could uh, see Orlando making it over Miami. I think, you know, obviously the 76ers and Bucks, we can entrench in those first two seeds. I think yeah. we might say the Celtics and the Raptors are almost guaranteed to make the playoffs unless the, the Raptors start up. After Yeah. After that, <coughs> I guess Brooklyn probably. But after that, you know, there's not really a lock. Yeah, so I think um, Milwaukee and, and Philly are like the – clear-cut top two teams. I agree with you guys. Philly will probably have the edge over them now with Al being able to guard Giannis. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Celtics at three, of course, and I'm on board with, um, what was that? Yeah, the Raptors at four. Even even if they do trade Kyle, honestly, they might. It'll be late enough in the season where they might get that and still the fourth If seat. they trade Kyle, it's because Siakam has just gone godly. Yeah. Or yeah. because they're not they're doing poorly, which I don't think will happen. Yeah, <clears throat> so either it's hard to do poorly if you're um, competent in the East. I certainly can't cheer for Brooklyn, so I'm going to go with what <laughs> Kyle said, I believe, which is Indiana at five, and then Miami at six. I think Brooklyn will be at seven, and then with the eight seed, when you look at the East, it's definitely not Charlotte, Atlanta, Cleveland, or New York. Those no. teams are all ass. Agreed. <clears throat> I think the Bulls are ass as well. Not in that tier but mm-hmm. I don't think they're good enough so then we have Orlando Detroit Washington's ass or that's it yeah no so, love for Detroit huh I just I'll pick Detroit okay I'll pick Detroit the eight seed I mean that's fine they're competent can I say that it's what two days before the well I guess the regular season starts tomorrow but it's like two days before all the teams play and Charlotte Still does not have their starting five. <laughs> they're not committed to a starting five yet. I think they're going to be the worst team in the league and the worst team we've had in a while. What did we make a bet on Terry Rozier? We had a long conversation about him last year at some point. Well, we I probably don't know if did. It was on the pod or not? If it was a bet, I would have had it written down. But will Charlotte win ten games? Yes. They're in the East. If it wasn't the East, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, just they'll get to play. The I games. don't think they'll get to twenty though. No, definitely. I I think their over-under is over 20, though, so pound that under. Uh, Let's real quick hit the MVP. I think there's four real candidates, and you guys can tell me if I'm wrong. You're wrong. (laughs) That's the most insane you guys have ever been. (laughs) So I have down here Giannis, Steph, AD, and Nikola Jokic as the four real candidates. Do you guys disagree with me here? No. (laughs) No. (laughs) 
I had to think about it for a second. I thought you were right. saying Nicola Meritit, and I was like, he doesn't play her anymore. <laughs> I'll take uh, Darren Carlson to be the MVP of the Jehovah's Witness. I heard he's killing it. <laughs> I'm, really, I'm, I'm happy for him. You know what? Uh, what do you guys think? Who would you who would you take here? I don't know the odds. I don't know what's a good bet or not, but who you think is going to win? I guess. I'm taking Giannis to repeat. I don't think he should have won last year, so I'm not taking him this year. Uh, but then again, now that I think about it, just real in the spur of the moment, uh, their team all around didn't get any better. So Giannis, I think, might even have to take on more of a role than he did last year by like losing Brogdon and like. I don't think Middleton makes any leap. How many years has he been in the league? Like, he doesn't move the needle for me. I just think Giannis might actually have to take on a little more responsibilities if he can. Uh, if he is hitting threes, then I could see him winning it again. But uh, I think it's AD or Steph. Like, if AD could, you know, stay healthy and actually play, like, 70 games, 75 games... Who knows if it can happen. I my mean, he qualm, did that, what, two years ago? So My qualm with Steph is they won't have a high enough seed for the voters to want to vote him MVP. Uh, which we've only really seen right. a, a, like anything that's not a top two seed win yeah. when Russell did recently. And that's because everyone got a, a big hard on for a triple-double, which he averaged two more years in a row and no one <laughs> no cared <one> about. <laughs> so I, I'm going to take Jokic because I think, I mean, I predicted the Nuggets to be their first seed in the West. If they're the first seed in the West and he's putting up numbers close to his playoff averages, which were like 30, 12, and 5, he's definitely going to be in the conversation. So, And I think he's probably a long shot odds. Yeah. My dark horse, so I'm going to pick Giannis, my dark horse would be Damian Lillard. Mm-hmm. If, well, they're uh, not going to make the playoffs, so that, that's a terrible pick. <laughs> that would be tough if they don't make the playoffs. But maybe this is the year where he looks around and sees that, hey, Nurk is out. Uh, we don't have any sort of front court. I'm just going to go all out and prove, like Kyle predicts, that he's better than Steph. So that would have to be, like you said, it would, I think it would have to be one of those rare cases where he plays so well, they vaunt into like the fourth seed and they give him the MVP because his stats are ridiculous. But that's my dark horse. Do you believe that Jokic that. is plus 1,300 MVP? Mm. Steph is plus 500, Giannis plus 280. All right, you guys want to go over that? Thank you. And we're not going to put it a bet in, so it doesn't matter. You guys want to go over the finals real quick to close this out? Or what? Sure. Are we fucking around here? So I'll take the uh, the Lakers versus the 76ers. Uh, my reasoning being that the Lakers have LeBron, uh, so he's good. And they also oh. now have a real star to pair alongside him, and that's pretty scary to me. So I don't think they'll get the one seed during the season, but I think they're going to come out of the West. And I think that... <clears throat> The 76ers just have a higher ceiling defensively than the Bucks do. I don't love the Bucks losing Malcolm Brogdon. I think it was a big piece for them, and especially since Eric Bledsoe is basically their second-best guard, or he was last year, and now he's the, really their best guard, and he faltered in the playoffs a couple years in a row. So I'm going to take the 76ers. I can see to that win happening. the finals. You're taking 76ers oh, take, to win it all. No, to win the finals, I'll take Bronny in the brow. Wow. I don't like that at all. Emotionally. Or I physically. love it. I love it. I'm gonna, I would obviously never pick the Lakers to win anything. <laughs> um, even a game of ping pong. But uh, With all five players? <laughs> I'm going to take the Clippers. 
the other Los Angeles team to make it into the finals. And I think you're right, it'll be the 76ers. Although part of me wants to say the Bucks and just think that this will be the year that Giannis will really... Their team didn't get better. Really. And yeah, they couldn't make it last year. And, and the Sixers my did man get a Al, lot better. My man Al. No one guards Giannis better than Al. So I got to take the Sixers for that reason. Um, but I could see them kind of flustering down the stretch in a few games. Um, you know, if, if Ben Simmons isn't able to quite be in the right spot at the right time. Um, so I'm going to take the Clippers to win, and I think Kawhi will go down his history in history as the first man to be the best player on three championship te- three different championship teams. That's wild, but I don't think that they win it back to... Kawhi wins it back-to-back. I think just watching LeBron and watching AD, uh, obviously, yes, it's the preseason, but... LeBron, this is the longest, I think, offseason he's had in, what, 10, 12 years ever, maybe. (laughs) And he just looks fully revitalized. And, you know, as long as they do the load management right with him and AD, uh, I think, like what we said, they're a lot to make the playoffs. I know it's the West, but LeBron's just that good. Anthony Davis is just that good. And even with, you know, even if there wasn't anyone else on the team, I would still like them to make the playoffs, but... They have shooters around them. They have other players that can contribute well. Uh, Avery Bradley has kind of looked like the old Avery Bradley in preseason so far, or this this year. So uh, if he can contribute with a three as the three and D guy that he showed that he could be in the past, um, I like them to make make the finals as well. Um, and I think it is them and the Sixers. This is a out. man who knows what he's talking about. Right. You always say that too. Um, and I, I think LeBron wins it again. Yeah. I really hope that long. happens. Yeah, you're right. Uh, okay, counterpoint, and then we'll finish up. <clears throat> Though, last the six yards matchup nightmare yeah. for them. Last playoffs, Kawhi was the best player in the in the playoffs, despite having a nagging injury throughout most of it. Uh, That's what they say. And last regular season, Paul George played way better than LeBron did. Now LeBron was injured. I still think LeBron is better than Paul George, and I've been a long-time uh, LeBron apologist and Paul George hater, so I feel kind of dirty saying this. But So I think the, the difference between those two star players isn't as big as it might seem, <clears throat> like the two pairs of star players on each team, and I think the Clippers are much deeper uh, and better defensively with Beverly and Harrell and just some of those guys that they have still left over from last season. Um, yeah, so obviously this is colored by my bias against the Lakers. But To counter your counterpoint, uh, <laughs> Kawhi didn't have to go through LeBron or Anthony Davis last year because neither of them were in the playoffs. <laughs> and <laughs> LeBron's better than Kawhi, and Anthony Davis is, I think, two tiers above Paul George. Two tiers? And Paul George also got, well, it's not that, I mean... I would say Anthony Davis is in like the top four, and Paul George is like ninth or something. How is that? I have small. So tiers. what are the two tiers in between them? <laughs> no, the, let's say let's say Paul George is a third tier, and let's say Anthony Davis is a first tier. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Between them is one player, <laughs> and one player only, Marcus Gasol. I, I think. I mean, Paul George was what third in MVP voting last year before he hurt his shoulder. Yeah. So. 
But he also, I think that's going to be his best season ever, and I think he's not going to play nearly as well this season because he got surgery on both his shoulders, which probably is tough. Nah. (laughs) (laughs) I disagree. (laughs) You heard it here first. Paul George out of the league this season. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. He's going to be playing China. The other thing is, like, not that we can ever predict injuries, but I wouldn't say that Davis or LeBron at this point in his career are a lock to... For sure. Have the whole season healthy. So You can say but the same thing about Paul George. As <laughs> long as the same thing about Kawhi. As long as they're yeah. healthy come playoff time. That's yeah. all that matters. We'll see. It's uh, it's going to be interesting. Anything else? No, I'm going to go watch Star Wars. I'm starting the uh, the trilogy of trilogies. Oh, oh. nice. Yeah. In, in uh, what's the word? Uh, in preparation for the new, uh, one, the new one coming out in December. Nice. I'm going to give my dog some attention for once in her goddamn life. Seth? I'm going to go uh, probably do some studying for grad school. So Loser. All right. <laughs> what has this been or whatever? Terrible. I don't know. What happened? We got it almost exactly one hour, so that's pretty good. On the third day, that motherfucker rose again, bitch. Bird box. <laughs>